Hello and welcome to the Freaking Awesome Podcast. I am John Abaya, and joining me today is my partner Audrey Abaya. Hello. Hello. Hi. No Ben. You're you not gonna do a and she's about to done. Oh, and 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 she is. Oh, and she is my malignant. <laughs> yes, I'm a malignant tumor, parasitic tumor on the back of your brain. Uh, yes, back of my brain. Back of our all, oh, all, all of brains. us uh, have a brain problems. That's oh God, we all have brain, brain problems. problems. Uh, it might not think what you think it is. It might be something else. Mm-hmm. The theme of the show. <laughs> I think it's the theme of the show yeah. is parkour. Parkour. Leather jacket. Leather jacket. Um, but things are not what it seems. That's the theme of the show today. So if you are joining us. We usually discuss the things we watch, play, listen right throughout the week. We start the podcast with a trailer talk and we end the podcast with a main discussion. This week's main discussion is James Wan, a new horror film, Malignant. Oh, no correction from how I pronounce that? That's oh, good. I thought we were, I thought you were going to do the trailer. No, no, no. That, no, that's the, uh, that's the, <laughs> you forgot the format, I, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, Audrey forgot the format. Let's just re. Um, what do you malignant. call it? Malignant. Malignant. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Would you I, like me to correct I, you? I, malignant. No, no, it's, it's okay. There's two ends. Yeah. Ben's not here. I don't know when this episode is out. If it's out this week, that's good. Uh, we are celebrating a special episode this week and next week. This, the next two weeks are just special episodes. Um, this one's just maybe a bonus episode. Maybe not. We, we, we're, I'm not sure. If you're listening to that, that's good. That's all I want. People to listen to it. Um, Maybe it's going to be a point five. Comic books do this. They yeah. do point five episodes. For some reason, they do Podcasts point five. Do too. No, they do. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're not ready to hit that one mark, so we're going to do point five. Well, it's a mini episode. <clears throat> yeah, mini. But this won't be a mini episode. It will be like a standard. You don't have to tell uh, episode. Yeah, we're not tricking you. Uh, this week, the trailer talk for this week is um, something from the past. Now that comes out, I guess, next year. Uh, Audrey, which pill would you take? The blue or red pill, if I offered you? I try to remember which is which. <clears throat> They're both shiny, like NyQuil mm-hmm. and DayQuil. DayQuil and NyQuil. I think the original movie, it was never shiny. I feel like, well, I, in I think this the one, new one, it's shiny. It's shiny, yeah, yeah, like the liquid, shiny. the capsule. Only because the original one was shot on film. This one was shot with digital. Maybe that's the reason why. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know But how. do you agree, like, it seems super shiny? Yeah, it's, like, it's very, super shiny. Yeah. It's a new approved pill. Blue, I stay in the matrix. Yes, that's right. Correct. And red is I you stop. stop it, right? Red yep. means stop. I get out of the, the matrix. matrix. Yeah. Um, I think I like the taste of steak. Okay. Well, you heard her. So this is. Let's go dive into our trailer. This week's trailer talk is Matrix Resurrections. The only thing that matters to you is still here. I know it's why you're still fighting and why you will never give up. You don't know me. No? That's a clip from the trailer, Matrix Resurrections. I don't know why I'm saying that. Resurrections. Resurrections. (laughs) Resurrection. Uh, The film is directed by Lana Wyskowski and starring, returning, of course, is Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss. But joining the cast now is Jessica Henwick, Yala Abdul Mateen II, and Christina Ritchie. I don't know. Maybe I didn't see Christina Ritchie. There's other people in that trailer. Like oh, Priyanka's Neil, in here yeah, too. Like Neil Patrick and Neil. Harris and uh, Jonathan Groff is the other person that mm-hmm. like is in there. Uh, uh, there's a, there's a whole cast. Other people are returning. But yeah, it's a new Matrix. It is 1999. We are celebrating with let well no. What year was that? I was, I, the last it's 2001. One? I think the first one is 2001. Really? I want to say it's 2001. Matrix, the. Oh my god! Like a car I, came I, up yeah. when he typed in 2001 <laughs> the, the Matrix. Matrix is, oh, 99. I was right. 1999. So it's bringing you Y2K. back to 99. Fear right of the, before, y- yep, the, the fear, fear of the computers Y2K. taking over or stopping. Uh, I believe 
uh, uh, the black trench coat. Do you remember coat? being super, were you super scared that like all no, the computers I, were going to stop? I didn't stop? care. Me and Victoria did. Really? Yeah. Why? Because that's what we thought. I you remember thought... we were at, I was at her house for New Year's Eve. We both were wearing red. I don't know if that's significant or not. I had very long hair. So you she stayed in the matrix. Hair. Oh no, you're getting out of the matrix. I get, oh, that's you're right. right. I don't know. But I remember it's like, oh, it's scared. And then like nothing happened. But mm-hmm. that, maybe that's what it was. Like, you know. Or something did happen and then we didn't realize it. Yeah. Steak. Yep. 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 Steak. Uh, don't tell me you would leave. The Matrix? Yeah. I probably would leave the Matrix you just would? to see what's out there. And maybe I will be like, what's the his name? The grass is never greener on the other no, side. No, what's his name in the first Matrix? Uh, he takes over. The steak? No, no, the what's his name? Character. Oh Steak. man, I don't know his name. Morpheus. Uh, not Morpheus. Your mom. Oops. Now your dad. I'm. Uh, your sister. What? Your brother. No, no, no. Your uh, cat. Your dog. Matrix characters. How about typing typing that in? No. Matrix. <coughs> Man, my voice. The Matrix, 1999. IMDb. What? That's where we're at right now. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you can't. Uh, you can't. Hugo show... Weaving. No, not Hugo. Gloria Foster. Nope, nope, Belinda nope. He's not even in the top David ten. Wow. Who are you talking about? Uh, the actor who played this part in the Matrix. Shut up, the actor who played this part. <laughs> I. But he's not even in here. Can you describe top... what he did or what he looked like? Uh, I'm trying. He was to in leather and glasses, black black glasses. Uh, why don't you do set photos? I don't know. <laughs> I'm silent because I, I was on yeah. the mic and then I can't what, find the picture. Uh, what are you trying to... People he, Ray Was he saying, inside of the, the ship? Huh? With them? Yes, yeah, he was part of the mouse? crew. Not Mouse. Mouse. Everyone knows Mouse. No, what? <laughs> the, that guy who... That's who, the steak guy. What's his name though? Like uh, Joe Pad. But what... It's Joe Pantolino, but I don't know what's his name, his character name. Uh, now I have to like actually go into his biography and... Matrix. Like 1999, Matrix. right? 1999. Matrix, Matrix, right here. Memento. Matrix. Cypher. 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 Cypher with the C. Yes. Okay, Cypher. let's talk about the trailer. Audrey, you've watched the trailer. What do you think of it? You were super excited about I it. Was. It didn't stimulate any, anything in me like that. But I was just thinking right now the resurrection, that's like Jesus, right? That was the whole thing. Resurrections. So there's more than one. Well, yeah, she came oh. back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. because, yeah, like, what is it in, like, the Jesus story? What is it? Not Mary Magdalene. Is he Mary died, Magdalene? comes back after seven no, days. No, but his, like, girlfriend that they always say she was a prostitute. Oh, but I, they actually was, I don't know. Actually, Who is it? Yeah. A lot of people believe that that was his uh, partner, his spouse, mm-hmm. sort of thing. They're coming back. Okay, so we're to believe it's almost like a redoing of the first one. Because the whole, the last one, right? You were trying to explain this to me because I totally forgot. That it restarted, right? It restarted basically. From the last film? And the little yeah. girl. The, Not 12 years ago. The, the two programs had a baby. Uh-huh. And they gifted her the Matrix, pretty much. Kind of. And or she controls something in the Matrix. Yeah. She the made cat, the sunset. The cat came back, which is cool. I yeah. like cats. I see cats at night and you don't believe me. Mm-mm. Because we're in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. I petted the cat yesterday. That was on video. You need more proof. No. Solid proof. Evidence is He's physical. missing the top of his ear. Oh, maybe that is evidence. Yeah. And you show me the ear. I was like, no, <laughs> that's too evidence. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's like I think you had mentioned before that it's kind of hard now that anytime we see Keanu Reeves, even in Bill and Ted, uh, the second one. Even if he's clean shaved. Yeah, Bill it's Ted, still long hair. Yeah, it's all it's really hard to not see John Wick. Yeah. He almost looks a little, a little more chunkier in the face in this one, but I'm, I don't know if, because I remember him. Well, of course he was younger and more, I guess, felt or you mm. know things like that. Speed days. That's during speed. Oh, I thought like, like he took speed or something. Devil's no. advocate. Mm-hmm. Well, he's, yeah, much much younger man now. He's older. Um, I mean, I'll go see it and stuff, but it doesn't invoke anything in me that makes me like, oh, I'm super excited. I'm more excited for Halloween kills, oh, mm-hmm. that type of, like I, that, like watching that, that and uh, really got my engine I, revving. I think because I recently watched it with Lennox, all Maybe. three of them this year. Yeah. And then just watching it and just watching the story and that like nostalgia of that action sequences like yeah that's what you're saying you said it's very um, visceral for the sounds of the poom so yeah when they show the trailer where where one of the characters jessica hardwick uh henwick sorry henwick Hardwick. uh, right here yeah jessica henwick when she's like jumping down on the building to building there's that crushing Mm -hmm. blow of a brick that you hear yeah like that that everything in this world is just paper mache Mm -hmm. and then when they dodge bullet you just that noise of like that's should we go watch this in 4d 
I uh, no no. Oh, I don't want to watch anything. But we get the the flume the flume. If you watch in the water. Aquaman in 4D, will you just be wet the whole time? Oh, I'll be uh, wet no matter where <laughs> I watch Aquaman in 4D. Oof. Uh, uh, sorry. But yeah. Uh Jason. But yeah, any no. more thoughts? Mm. I I'm excited only because of that. Like because Yeah, it, no. Yeah, yeah, no go ahead, I'm sorry. Uh because of that and then the actors in here like Mr. Candyman is in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't just want to call him Mr. Candyman. Uh, Yahala. There's no uh, L. Yeah. Huh? Yah? There, oh, yeah. Yal. Yah. There's no L. Okay. I, I'm, how would you pronounce his name? I wouldn't pronounce it with an L. Okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I touched my. Yah. It's almost like Yaya. Yah. Yeah. Yahya. Yah. 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 I feel bad <laughs> because I don't know how to say that I name. I know. It's not an uh, L, though. The, the L's in the Abdul part. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Mateen. Yes. Abdul Mateen. Basically, he's in it too, and he's playing Morpheus. So I'm wondering what's that all about? Well, what I'm interested in now that I'm kind of seeing this and thinking about it a little bit more, I do see a lot of, um, it appears to be more female protagonists or more female strength in here than there was before and more of a, because Trinity kind of, she wasn't the first in here in this type of film, but she's a very memorable um uh almost like a uh how would you say androgynous oh. or non-binary type of character where she's not big-breasted short this and that mm. she's strong she's you know the short-haired you know sort of thing and um not makeup deed and stuff like yeah. that she's can hold her own and it seems like there's a lot of other female characters that will also be like that that they are uh, strong that femininity is not defined by, you know, a heels and a skirt. Yep, it's yeah. the strength in it. So that that would be interesting to see if that is something more in there that it's not just him that we realize that they're the yin and yang of each other will save us. I guess. Maybe. Do you think that? Do you think there's a danger? Because in the original Matrix, love is the thing that they can't. Uh, figure out figure right? out yeah so now because the machines and humans have a truth and that the matrix is built on like trust and that it's peaceful it's more, a mutual benefit yeah. they give us our fantasy and yep, we give basically. them energy and then it's not muted colors like we saw it looks like our world now like more yeah. more than That's anything true, it looks yeah. like more our world Versus, you know, when Matrix originally came out, it looks like a place that you never seen before, but it's a muted color. Very like an office type yeah, of dead, yeah, yeah. deadpan. Yep, yeah. I didn't know it came out 12, 22, 21. That's a very... It was supposed to. But now it's going to be 12, 22, 22 maybe? No, 21. It is, I think it's still coming out on HBO, but the oh. duality of that title, 12, mm. 22, 21, like the mirror it's, it's, image. Yeah, what is that called? A Not a Enneagram. What is it? Enneagram? forward and backward oh i don't know I figure it was yeah, yeah one of those one of the games either way i'm excited i just want to see some uh i think we should see it in 4d if you're so excited no i don't want to watch 4d i think it'd be good for a visceralness yeah but i don't know i heard so we know someone who watched what was it uh shang chi yeah shang chi and i'm scared because she said it really moves i'm scared i'll get motion sickness well from we could it. take a dramamine uh now i'll fall asleep <laughs> well i don't know what to do yeah there. that's why that's the only reason why i don't want to be, i'll give you some cbd you'll be fine <laughs> that'd be worse <laughs> no cbd oil not gums. Uh, we'll see we'll see <laughs> i'll put it on your forehead mm-hmm. make your brain calm if that's a thing i wish mm-hmm. uh moving on to the things we watch play listen read mostly watch oh, so we, we, watched. we watched two things um i watched clickbait and we also watched together misha and the wolves mm-hmm. so if you guys watch those netflix we had a netflix week we've been yeah, on a netflix ne- well i've i personally been on a netflix binge mm-hmm. recently do you have anything else yet i mean those are the two things i can think of uh, i feel like i watched something else but i don't really remember okay i like i think misha was a pretty pretty cool but what about clickbait i so, know i know a little bit about it from your uh excitement so uh ben and i watch clickbait um this whole episode would be spoiler so if you don't want to know anything about these anything you know about them you either fast forward a little bit for each segment we do um because i have to like we have a lot of these we have to spoil only because the story is basically it's too fantastic yeah yeah um all of them, uh, I have to say the things that we're going to talk about, I like all of them. <laughs> so the, mm-hmm. if you just want to know if I like them or not, that's it. Like, I just like all Clickbait, Misha, and the Wolves, and uh, Malignant. 
are the uh, three things. So yeah, uh, let's start with start with clickbait because I'm the only one who watched it. Yeah, uh, it is an eight episode series on Netflix TV series mini series I guess you can say about a guy who is accused of killing and abusing women and is taped over viral video or is on a is on a viral video accused of uh, abusing women and killing a woman and then if it reach up to 5 million views he will die so that's the basic premise. Did it say like I'll kill myself or did it say no, I will die? No, he will die. He w- I will die when this reach up to 5 million. Something in that long a lie. He mm-hmm. didn't say I'll kill myself. Did it give the pre- did it give the impression that he was being forced to do yes, this video? Yes, yes, you, yes. Could you because tell? He, he, yeah, because his face is bloody and stuff on the oh, Okay. So. so it wasn't like you weren't supposed to believe that he was doing this no, of his no, own no. admission. Okay. Uh but then those people who think is you know is this a practical joke when you watch like it? the people who purposely get hurt or do something silly mm-hmm. in order to get viral no, to get viral yeah yeah basically uh so each episode is constructed into like a uh a, um an episode that's like contained into one character on the show so the show has i, I said eight right i think i believe i'm right eight one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, so eight. So there's a sister point of view, the detective, the wife, the mistress, the reporter, the brother, the son, and the answer. Mm-hmm. Of course, the answer is the one that has all the spoilers. If uh, if you want to just skip to that, you don't care about the mystery of it. <laughs> um, I liked it. I liked it uh, as much as like any other type of series. The, the closest thing I can think of is The Killing on AMC. Mm-hmm. I think this one did the better job of me actually being interested in each episode. Do you think because it's a small, much smaller series, it's better? Yeah. Because The Killing is multiple seasons? It is, but each season is one per, uh, killing. killing. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's The Killing. Do you think the fact that it just went on too long, that they can't, it's know. really hard to replicate that, that same type so, of thing? So, like, The Killing has a lot of red hearings, hearings mm-hmm. of, like, who's who done it. This is a who done it, but then they slowly, you can tell who didn't do it right away so you don't but they also know, don't really spoil it until yeah, you and until leave the very you clues ending. of who yes. actually did do it until yeah. the very last and episode i like this one because they do episodes for each character so you get to know each character one by one and see their like quote-unquote motive of possibly them mm-hmm. killing but then you learn like a revelation like oh no that person can't kill them because they were here or they actually were doing something else um you smell popcorn I do smell popcorn. I heard our son make popcorn um, when we're recording. Mm. So, yeah, that's why you smell popcorn. Uh, don't worry. You're not mm-hmm. having a stroke. stroke. Okay, good. Thanks. <laughs> I make sure. Uh, I have to ask these questions. Uh, but, yeah, it's good. Uh, I know Ben watched it. Um, he's not here, so he can't talk about it. But I know he liked it, too. And he, like, quote, like you know, binge watched the the series, too. Um but yeah, I, I if uh, if you want like a good mystery, I think you should go and watch this. What episode would you pick to watch again, or that you would recommend people to watch besides the answer, besides the reveal? Besides the reveal, like what do you think was just a good standalone episode? Standalone episode. I mean, it's hard because it's like a combination of certain ones. I would say probably I like the sun episode. That's the second to the last. So that's a penultimate episode. So. That's Emotion, the one. The emotionality of it. Yeah, yeah. But it's also, there's characters in there. I was like, oh, this is interesting, the way they did this. Mm-hmm. Um, the brother episode is interesting, too, because it, it it answers a lot of answers, but then there's a huge question about something else they bring up mm-hmm. that I was like, really, I was like, oh, what's actually happening on yes, the show? Yes, yeah. And then I was really surprised of the, the revelation. I thought it would be like some corny thing, like... It's, oh, what, 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 uh, what did you say? There I, were the I two things saying, that it, it's. Uh, uh, I kept on saying there was a, there would be a twin brother mm-hmm. that's involved, like uh, Vertigo. So oh yeah, Vertigo, yeah, yeah. Al, uh, Alfred Hitchcock Vertigo has a twin um, twist, basically. Not twist. It's not like a huge twist, but it has a twin thing. So I thought it was that the whole time. Or the other thing is that um, what was it? I forgot the other thing. Like a the, ghost or like a whale? I feel like there's something. Else. Oh no! I said like there, there should be anything supernatural. supernatural it's, it's, yeah, I don't want. Any, it, this seems grounded, like a grounded thing. It could like be, you would be disappointed if it was uh, there was a, a demon yeah. or a ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And each this series too rely all heavily, 
heavily on technology. Oh, like you, well, what's your uh, your uh, the the <laughs> the search engine they use is Queer Query Query now Query now Query now. It's their Google basically. They have a, a equivalent to everything to Facebook to Tinder to all that mm. from a map thing they use that. I don't know if our phones do this, but if in their map software program they use on the phone, it can know your location and maybe we have it off in our phone, mm. but it will have the map, you know, and it has your family on it. You know, you can check your kids and whatnot, but then you click your kid's name. It can tell you what day where they were at and what time. So like oh like if they go to this place multiple times? yes yes oh. yeah so I don't know if that's a real thing that's interesting if I I, because when I, I, I feel like somebody that. could do that but do we have access to that yet yeah yeah, yeah. because you'll say how long were you in this one place and when this day on this time so basically that, that's how they figure out where certain I mean I know police are. use that a lot for things yep. yeah so that's why I'm like I don't know if you have access to that in real life like mm-hmm. and then. There are three characters in the show that are semi hackers. Mm, <laughs> and then it's mm-hmm. like, I guess these are just semi hacker characters that go to, they even use it, the dark web, to do everything. Mm, and then web. it's just like un- unbelievable. Like these three separate characters that don't know each other, but they, they are like significant to certain characters on there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, this is. I it's like if you don't have any of those three characters, the show would never moved on. Like it would never go past oh, the first episode. You couldn't. They wouldn't have been able to solve yeah. the mystery. There'll, there'll be no first episode. There will be one. Well, there'd be no uh, killing, right? Huh? There would be no killing, right? I guess no. Then if there, this, if there wasn't a hacker, right? Yeah. Well, then there's four characters. I'm just thinking about now. There's a fourth character that, or I guess it is technically. I mean, with your hacking. definition, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there will be no killing. <laughs> this is silly. I'm <laughs> just thinking about it. Hackers kill. Uh, hackers kill. That's what we learned for the clickbait. Yep. Uh, moving on to the next Netflix show. But you recommend it to people? I recommend like it. it if you like mystery, like just mystery. And it's good contained. You yep. can bench. Is it an hour or 30 or 45? I guess an hour if you want to mm. like actually it's no like, each, i'm gonna say like oh yeah each episode is like, like 40 to an hour okay yeah give or take so you could do it in a day if you wanted to. yep for the eight episodes like like you have an eight-hour job and you don't really want to go to your eight-hour job and you just stayed on your phone the whole time then yeah that's cool that's and cool. then you come back to your family and say where you been it's like i've been working yeah. and then he hides his phone in his pocket from it's the last hard. episode no from his last episode still playing uh, and then the wife doesn't trust him and so he goes into a phone yeah, and he's yeah. like she looks up and he's like clickbait and she googles clickbait and whatnot and then she's oh no that google he'll query, query now, now. Yeah, yeah, clickbait yeah. yep 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 yeah. uh, next one we watch a documentary uh, I watched this last night you actually watched this like three, three, three. you watched it again with me yes uh, called Misha and the Wolves so, it's not a question. You always everything's always no, a question. No, it's an explanation more. Misha and the Wolves. No, well, okay. first it was a question. Now okay. it's an exclamation. Misha, Misha and the Wolves is a documentary um, about a woman telling a tale when she was in the Holocaust, her survivor tale during the Holocaust. That's the best, I guess, in say the mm-hmm. par- not paragraph, synopsis I can give mm-hmm. um, about a woman named Misha, and yeah, and how she was like. The tale is her being raised by wolves. Mm -hmm. And uh, this this movie is basically an hour, or not movie, this documentary is an hour and a half. So it's a short little documentary Mm -hmm. bite size, so you can watch it with one sitting if you need to. Um, Directed by Sam Hobskin. So I don't know who, who, what other films this person. More uh, documentaries? Yeah, more documentaries. I don't know any of these documentaries, but, or other films too. You can look it up on IMDb. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, yeah. So, Audrey, what, you're the one who showed me it first. How mm-hmm. do you think of it? And I actually wanted to show you um, two reasons. Uh, when I finally, because I, again, I have, when I watch Netflix, it's usually now that the kids are back to school, I can watch about 30, min- 30 minutes of television before I drop them off and go, and go to work myself. So, it took me about three days, three mornings to watch this. So, by the time I got to the third one, the third day and I got the ending I was very confused and dumbfounded I was like I just didn't want to believe what I saw and I was like I want to I want to show I want to share this and I think that same day when I come I came home 
uh, from work, you get home first. So then when I come home, we kind of talk about our day and stuff or other things that we couldn't talk about during work. And you were, when you we were, have a mini podcast with yeah, no recording. Yeah, yeah. It's called Life, right? <laughs> life, yeah. It's called just Life. This is American it's Life. It's called a relationship. Yeah. Um, you were, you started to describe, you're like, oh, I watched it in a clickbait. I was like, oh, really? And, I've, and you told me about it. And I was like, I was like, you need to watch this documentary with me because it did. It is along the same. I will say um, something too. After we talk about Misha and the wolves, I'll say what's the connection to yeah, these two. Yeah. I won't say it now, but yeah, so, after we do. So we yeah. watched it last night, and um, it is basically a story of a a Holocaust survivor from Belgium. She moved to America. She's in like in a small town in Massachusetts. I want to say one, I, of, the, Midwest, one of those M, yeah. M states. Um, Midwest, up east type. Uh, somewhere. Yeah. Dead of winter, cold. Mm-hmm. Always one of those. Um, she's Jewish. Uh, it's a small town, so everybody knows each other. She's in a synagogue, and she was, uh, what do you say? She was asked like to tell her story, basically. And she's like, oh, I haven't told it. And she told the synagogue, people at the synagogue. She told her neighbors, and everyone's like, this is too fantastical. This is amazing what happened to you. And there is a publisher in the town, too, who did like who was like, this story is fantastical. This uh, can get me on the map. And she asked if she could write her memoir, if the if Misha can write her memoir and publish it in America. And um, the uh, the documentary is shot in a way it's portrayed into you in a way that is not the normal way that I usually experience documentaries. Um, I don't know how it's called, but it's like the interview style and then that it'll in between someone talking, it's flashing of evidence photos or, you know, archive footage yeah, and yeah, things yeah. like that. There's and not necessarily archive footage of the real actual, events. but, yeah, but like, during that time. Yeah, sort of thing. like it's dramatization. Too. Yes, dra- dramatization. That's another way to say it. Um um, but for some, like during the the whole time when I was watching this, and even you mentioned in the very beginning when it started, like this, you're like, this is a this is a documentary, right? This isn't a movie. It felt like a movie. Yeah, it yeah. felt dramatized mm-hmm. or I couldn't tell if people were acting. That's why I was like, is this yeah, why you want me because, to watch it? Yeah, no, because like documentaries production? too are because they're bad actors because they're not. They're just people talking, and it's, you don't get that same feeling. But that's the kind of thing that you're looking for too when you're watching a documentary mm-hmm. or a true crime thing. Is you're looking for that realness. Like you go to a movie when you know you're like going to go watch um, Malignant, Malignant, or you know Shang Chi. You're expecting a certain level of the way the people are. Uh, uh, not communicating, but interacting with Dialogue, each other, and yeah. so like, like you know, that's different than a documentary. Mm. Even when, even in documentaries, when they force those people to recreate scenes, and they're like they're acting it, it's very deadpan and things. Um, but then you're like, I'm like, are am I watching this to like it's a what do you say like a farce like oh, uh, like a mockumentary mockery yeah, yeah 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 so but it it wasn't. Um, so she's telling her story and basically yeah she's uh she what is it she was a child uh she was like a seven-year-old child when her parents were taken away by the nazis it's world war ii holocaust yep, yeah, you yeah. don't know what the holocaust is during world war ii it's the genocide of the jewish people a million jewish people yeah more than a well people. not just jewish but anybody oh, yeah, also yeah. anybody who wasn't uh, aligned with the nazis they yep. didn't only kill jewish people um she was from belgium and brussels uh, her parents were taken away, so she had to be. She was taken in by a family, and I guess this was a thing that happened a lot. They were called hidden children. I, I wasn't aware of that. I've heard the term, but yeah, I wasn't yeah, like, I didn't really know. know like, I, the only thing I really know about a child in the Holocaust, besides them being killed in the internment camps, was uh, what's her name, um, Anne Frank, sort oh, yeah. of thing. And they hid her too, but they were hiding her family, sort of. Yeah, thing. yeah. She wasn't in this one. She's becoming identity she, 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 is hidden. Yeah, That's she's what. being hidden in plain sight with this family she's their child sort of thing not Mm. being hidden in a little back closet um the the fantastical part of her story um that she tells everybody was that uh she never felt loved by this family she's like my parents are alive i want to go see them her her foster not foster or i guess it's a foster family her foster grandfather said your parents are in germany belgium's here on a map they're east she's like i'm gonna go if my parents are alive they think i'm alive then i have to be alive for them i'm gonna go find them they Mm -hmm. must be alive too i'm a child i can survive they must also be you know the 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 thought process of a child obviously 
you know, she did not know what was happening and they were gone. They were, if they were taken by the Nazis, they weren't, they didn't survive or they wouldn't, they couldn't survive. Um, so she gets uh, her little uh, backpack of food, water, a knife, and a compass and heads east and doesn't realize that one inch on a map is thousands and thousands of miles mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, traveling in the woods, she avoids people. It's all this dr- dramatization. Uh, she meets a wolf and the, uh, she exhibits, she sees the beauty of nature. She sees the harmony of nature. She sees that, you know, they only kill enough for what they need. They don't kill more, you know, not like how humans who are excessively killing for um, uh, horrible reasons and things mm. like that. So she connects with nature, which is, you know, a good way for a child to see it, you know, and stuff like that. Um, but she's she becomes part of a pack. She's raised by wolves. Um, but they don't really talk about how she stopped that. Like, she must have gone back or she went with people because she's, you know, a full-functioning mm. adult in society. Yeah, and you hear this story. Like, the, you know, the kid that was raised by animals. Yeah, raised by like wolves. Tarzan. Yeah, and Jungle, Jungle Book. Book. Yeah, yeah, those that story is not, is known sort yeah. of thing. But it is something that you would tell a child. Mm. Um, but the fact that she's a an older woman now she's a holocaust survivor um even with the really really red flags and just the outlandishness of the story nobody questions her Mm -hmm. they take it as fact they publish the story people love it she's all over it oprah was going to interview disney had the rights to it at some point they were going to make it and then a French film did make it. Yeah, the rights to the film. Yeah, well, I, well, that's yeah, that's a little bit later, but yeah. um, eventually, in the American one, or in America, she ends up suing her publisher. Everybody, uh, when they go to court, they believe Misha that this woman, this parasitic woman, is you know profiting off of her Holocaust story. They find in favor of Misha. She has to owe $27 million based off of everything that the publisher said that there was going to be an Oprah deal, Disney deal, all this is selling millions of copies or I don't know, millions or hundreds of thousands of copies. Um, She owes her that money and she gets the publishing rights back. Mm -hmm. She wanted that back. Um, So the fact that she had to owe all this money and her life was turned upside down, she started to research more. And then she finds out that she may not be telling the truth mm-hmm. that the story may not be what what we've heard and what we've seen is not true and here enters the podcaster <laughs> yes yeah and that's yeah that's how it goes it goes the the genealogist yeah, and the, the, this, the, that. the historian and this whole time all these people are talking we're also talking to misha too sort mm-hmm. of thing and then you're getting little snippets of video and then other things and things that you're like well, is that true, really? Am I am I seeing what I'm seeing? Should I believe this sort of thing? Um, when they start to just dig and dig, they see all these uh, discrepancies, and it comes to find out she is not who she says. Mm-hmm. She's uh, not a Holocaust survivor. She's not Jewish. She is from Belgium. She's Catholic. But her end up, her parents did die in World War II in a German internment camp, um, which is very sad. It's a very, very sad. She she went through a horrible thing. But she ended up kind of telling herself this story in order to deal with it. But uh, there's one of the, the... There is a Holocaust where they talk to. She I really connected with her. I loved the way she spoke and everything. But she's basically both the victim and the villain. She suffered from mythomania. I don't know if that's a real term. Yeah, I don't know if that's a real term. But, I, but. I can understand what it is where it's like she is... Um, you know, you uh, how do you, you disassociate? Mm-hmm. You know, you go into imaginary world to deal with the horrors of what you've done. Um, her father actually was a resistance fighter, but they uh, but he had a loose tongue. They captured him. They went to uh, a prison, a very famous prison in Cologne, and they tortured him and to give up the names of the fellow resistance fighters. And they broke him, which is sad. You know, anybody would. You know, it's hard when. You know, you're going through pain and you know you're not going to see your wife or your child again. You know, what would you do? Would you give up your fellow your fellow fighters and stuff, even if it is war and what's happening is horrible? Um, he and basically, you know, he gave up everybody in order to see his um, have a, a less sentence for his wife and to see Misha again. He saw Misha again, but the wife and the mother or the his, his wife and him did end up dying in one of those camps. Um but everybody knew 
And so they always called her the traitor's daughter. She was uh, ostracized and stuff. So she created her own world to get away from this. And um, I don't think she went and told a lot of people this story a lot. I can't really get that. It's hard to get that feeling, but I think it's just in America when somebody asked her about it. Um, that's when it just kind of blew up. You yeah. know, they say the greed from the publisher, the greed from Misha wanting, you know, she's she's being paid attention to for a positive thing, all the sympathy of her story and stuff, where before she was being paid attention to for the the traitorness of her father and her lineage and things like that, which is sad. Um, but it's just really amazing of like how we absorb information how we just well if she's on this interview show and this interview show and this interview show then what she's saying must be true but did anybody fact check well i didn't fact check because she was on your show so and Mm -hmm. then you're on your show and it's like you know nobody questioned anything because you don't want to be that one that pries into and uh was like questions something from a very horrific part of um the global the global history yep yeah um but it's kind of a cautionary tale, too, is that you shouldn't believe everything that you hear, you know, like today with, you know, all the stuff that's going on to people's stories mm. and stuff like that. And it's it's really sad that, you know, she hurt people with her story, but she was like she really is a victim of her own self and then the victim of, you know, all that stuff. And it, it really makes me sad. But it was just so amazing that the twist of the story mm. of that. Uh, she wasn't she didn't she wasn't raised by wolves but she was a victim of world war ii and stuff like that just not in the way that we believed if she had told her story um how it was it's it would be tragic and sad but it wouldn't have gotten her the fame and notoriety and the money she won't have any clickbait yeah she wouldn't (laughs) yeah she wouldn't have any clickbait but it was just really it was really sad and i feel really bad for her you know you want to believe you know women and victims and stuff like that but there's always it's no it's you as a, a a person knowing when to question and to believe your gut and things like that when it comes to it too you know we should believe women you should believe victims i'm not saying that you should question everybody that says they come up and tells you that they were a victim of sexual abuse or abuse or mm-hmm. anything you shouldn't question that all the time but you know how is the story fantastical how is how do the things happen where where are the facts when you ask them to retell you the facts and be like well how did this happen and stuff like that and remembering maybe they were a child maybe they you know how do you remember things but um she did have a connection with animals she did get her a head in a wolf's mouth and then she yeah. held and they all you know they all got cheese or something mm-hmm. that's why in so in that part that's in the beginning of the documentary but then it's like maybe maybe this is actually real. Like the yeah, they gave did. lots of all these little nuggets of like, oh wow, yeah, you know, maybe I shouldn't question that that little tickle in the back of my head is yeah. just you know me being paranoid. But but then they do a thing in here, a visual thing that I've never seen in documentary. Yes. So when this is all going on, then the when the actual twist or not even twist, the climactic part of the story comes out that this is all fake. The person they're interviewing throughout the whole episode or the documentary is that Misha? No, it's an actress yeah, that they got that to portray play, her. Portray her. So she's taking off her makeup, her wig. And I'm like pushing, not pushing you, but like telling you like, what am I watching? Like, because this is, I know you said the documentary. I'm still, I was, I don't believe you thinking yeah. it's a documentary now. And it has this weird meta effect to like, am I really watching a documentary? And you're just saying that? Or because this, why is this person taking off their wig and stuff like that? I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, because during the whole time when they would show pictures of her, I was like, that doesn't even look like her. Or I was like, maybe she had plastic surgery. Maybe yeah. she's just old and she wants to wear a wig because her hair is bald. And also and the like voice, that. because the voice in the interview is all American. It's English. And when you see past like interviews no, with her. No, she's speaking in an accent though. No, I know, no. But in past interviews, she she's keeps she has a different voice in when she talks French. And there's there's scenes where she's talking English that did not sound like her. Like Yeah, it was like one was doing a more specific French accent, yeah. one was doing more what they thought would be like an Eastern European yep, as- yeah. accent or something. When so when you see uh the fake Misha and when she goes in her trailer or whatever makeup and mm-hmm. she takes off the wig and then the whole it it's a cool visual like meta gag on the documentary where everything's falling apart or everything's being pulled under yeah, you. Yeah, taken away. Yeah, taken away. You're and seeing, this is all fake. Yeah. This is a set. This is not real. 
the whole story that we told you about the wolves were fake like this set like i get the point of that mm-hmm. it's a cool visual thing to see that because you don't see that in documentary no yeah right? that's oh yeah the way that it shot i think the way it was shot and the way that the information was presented to me was very was done in a very good way that the effect really like left something on me it's mm-hmm. really i think it's really good i agree and it's because around to clickbait so clickbait has the exact same themes about that where you don't believe everything you watch or hear and so clickbait is literally that like where all the headlines about the guy being abused and who killed someone it might not be true all the way might be halfway but not all the way true but not or might be not true at all Mm -hmm. like then you see it is a weird balance you have to take because in clickbait is it the subject right away when you see the trailer is like oh this person definitely did, did it like definitely did the beauty you know um there's in, there, in, there, there's evidence or what appears to be, be evidence, evidence of something yeah, but yes. or how what, what do you infer from this in, this little half bit of information that you receive how do you infer yep, it, yeah yeah you know? basically and then but then other things play along in clickbait that makes you question like people's intentions of how they are friends and whatnot it's just weird it's like mm-hmm. not weird but it's scary it's like a scary story like you like a cautionary story like mm-hmm. who to trust and whatnot similar to what i'm seeing with misha and the wolves where they're both like kind of like good back-to-back things to watch yeah of like questioning everything uh around you and you feel dumb you like you feel dumbfounded for believing it too yeah, yeah. and then clickbait too i like i believed it but then when anything is revealed i was like okay this is actually happy then you find out like they're the victim is not the victim you think or the villain is it is it the victim villain it's the victim the whole time mm-hmm. so you feel bad and whatnot and makes you just like questions everyone like in that show yeah well. but similar to misha and the wolves mine's real yeah but not real not real i told you like if i saw clickbait and in the very ending of the last episode i said based on true events i would say what like mm-hmm. i would really really surprised if that happened but i've never heard anything in the news about this it's similar to mission in the wolves even though it was like nation nation worldwide phenomenon for that 90, 1980s 98 period. 98 to yeah. 2000 yeah two or five or something yeah in that period i've never heard of it i've never even heard the movie the actual movie that well that was only in france I yeah think. uh but even the books and stuff like that too there. yeah so that was interesting yeah watch those on netflix they're mm-hmm. both out maybe watch it back to back i don't know which one's which i mean which one goes first I would go to watch either one. Yeah. Uh, moving on to our main discussion. Uh, this week's main discussion is Malignant. Mom, what do you know? He's coming for me. That is a clip from the trailer for Malignant, the new horror film from James Wan, starring Annabelle Wells, Madison Hayson, Greg Young, Michelle Brianna White. George Young. Oh, George Young, yes. Jean Louisa Kelly and Suzanne Thomason. Susanna. Susanna Thomason. Susanna. Susanna. You're making it more like more Uh, than it is. Susanna Thomason. So... Uh, I want to do similar to what Ben does. Just tell us your initial thoughts and we'll do to... Uh, oh, okay. Uh, what you call that? Uh, talk more about the film in spoilers. Only because I want to spoil everything. I don't want to spoil everything right away. And I want like people who want to just like hear, like, oh, okay. should we watch this? So, in other words. Uh, we, watch, we both watch James Wan. I enjoy his films. Mm-hmm. All the way from Saw, all the way to conjuring and also his like other horror films like um i mean i've never watched uh what was that horror film uh in 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 was it insidious uh, oh insidious insidious i never watched, I watched that. that one. Oh, so you watched that yeah okay, that's yeah. with the that actor the famous actor dude what yeah. who's that the uh, oh, god what's his name is he in here 
This this is third one I'm looking at. Yeah, the first one it has that one. Did he do the first one or only do? No, I think he 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 has to be. Oh no, never mind. He only did chapter two and that's it. Oh okay. He did do Dead Silence. I like that one. I love Dead Silence. So I would say that it has elements of all these. Yeah, they have elements. He is a. I like directors when you know, like, that's a James Wan film or like Alfred Hitchcock or Zack Snyder mm-hmm, and so on. Mm-hmm. I, I like those type of directors. I mean, I like when directors don't have um, a look to and they just go all out and do different stuff. Those, those are good directors, too. But James Wan is a director that has a style. Like, you can tell the music choice, the camera, his cinematography, everything. Like, it's a certain style he has. And I, I believe that the Conjuring mm-hmm. made basically made his style. He he basically not abandoned the Saw style and the Dead Silence, but he had a style for the Conjuring that he kept it up. But mm-hmm. in those other films, like like I said, the Dead Dead Silence and Saw, they have a a unique look or style to their film. Yeah, I think he was using a lot of uh, different i think he used a lot of different styles in here and i think it it, get, it kept it fresh yeah like there was one you can tell like i think you even said like it's like from old style films when it's being shot from outside the window and then oh, it zooms yeah, in zoom in while the person's talking on the phone yeah like, you don't see that anymore as much there is during a very tense scene it's being shot from up above mm-hmm. you know which kind of reminds me like i feel like i've had dreams like that sort of thing seeing being in something being chased mm-hmm. but also having a point of view from up above like an out, out an out of body experience at the same time I'm also experiencing the the horror type element yep. of it too um, I like the kind of saw I felt it was more 80s synth type of music mm-hmm. that happened as well um, he does like when it is it is remnants of saw where they do well, use it's, it's a cue a yeah the music cue, cues yeah, music of, cue, yeah. Uh, that isn't um like orchestra, I guess it yeah, seems more. But it's, it's an original song that he. Yes. You yeah. Know, like he he made for the film. That's not a typical. And it kind of doesn't cue. seems like it fits. Yes, yeah, that's know. how song yeah, was. Too. Yeah, but it, but it wor- but it works. That, yeah. But it, it makes you believe. Okay, this goes to this. I'm yeah. I'm only going to associate this with this. I'm not going to have just scary violin strings. Mm-hmm. You know, that could be anything. That's his, that's his conjuring. Yes, yeah, so conjuring saying, is that. Yeah. Basically, yeah. And um, I uh. She kind of reminds me of oh, what's her name from the old films uh, like Rosemary's Baby. That actress, oh, oh, I can't forget. I can't yeah, remember her I name. I don't know her name. Oh, but um, that type of um, female protagonist sort of thing. Mm. Um, it's uh, I like it. Does it, does he always have? Well, the saw isn't female led, but None of the them, Conjuring, right. Conjuring is I kind guess, of yes, female yes, led, yeah. right? And this one is more female led. Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. yes. yes that just stunned um it kind of gives the the what was me woman effect that kind of irks me still but then she does get her strength in her as you say her revengeance you know mm-hmm. in the end sort of thing um uh, I like the because even like the what is this the poster is very reminiscent of like Rosemary's Baby like that type of horror film in the seventies is that what that, that yeah seventies eighties that early eighties late seventies yeah 70s. that type of uh, look um but I think it is uh, it it's a lot of his different styles in there that makes it work um, I think people equated it to like. Evil Dead, in a sense, not too much, not in a comedy sense of the Evil Dead, but the the shots, yeah, yeah, and the putting you in it, making you feel it, mm-hmm. sort of thing like that, which I enjoyed. Um, the story, um, the Conjuring, I guess you could believe Saw. You definitely could believe. Even I think though this is in this dead one, silence. Yeah, this one is. <laughs> it's mm, dead silence. I don't think this really could happen. Yeah. I kind of like it when a scary movie is like this could happen mm-hmm. i think that's why i like slasher things a little bit mm-hmm. more because that feels real this one uh, obviously like if you saw the trailer you know it's not real yeah sort of thing i mean but i think but what but the trailer is is not at all what no, this movie I, so is. what this trailer did for me is that it did a, that's what i want a trailer to do is where if i'm watching 
even though it didn't captivate me like seeing the trailer mm-hmm. like it didn't really interest me it feels like another slasher film where it's this paranormal slasher film like there's some yes, connection yeah. to it and it did like, okay. feel supernatural yeah, right? yeah it looks like a supernatural slasher film and i was like okay i i get it like i seen those films and then after hearing like the buzz on like social media of what people, people are using. like this isn't what you think yeah, yeah i was like okay this this is have all the, the key words that i he see and uh basically what made me more interested is that mm-hmm. like even and i follow like horror people that aren't really into horror and just seeing it like that i was like okay i need to watch this because they even like though, if they like it i'm gonna yeah like it. I'm, I'm gonna like it and then um i honestly they weren't wrong i no, yeah. for me it is like it's it's a i want horror like i always want horror to just push it where I, i'm not familiar with that's how yeah I that's what horror. yeah that's what it feels i don't want it's a lot yeah. of i don't I, I i want it to be where um we need to push it to let i'm always going to use this example the cabin in the woods thing where mm-hmm. we need to push horror not to its tropes anymore like we need to push it way past its trope and mm-hmm. make new tropes like one yeah yeah and then this does have a trope in it that you can catch right away mm-hmm. but then it does something in the film that I really like, and then it's 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 a little bit campy, a little bit horror, a little bit action. Like yeah. those are the yeah. three elements that it's like you never think of in a or there's two elements or one element in there I've never think of in a horror. It's the action part. Yes, like there's something in here that it's, it's not really, just like when the final girl is fighting back and she yeah, yeah. and she finally gets the courage to hit him yeah, with the baseball like the, the, bat i it's, guess that's an action part in horror but it's only like, for like so, just the last yeah. it's just the pinnacle the climactic part mm-hmm. but this one was pretty More. much there the whole yep, not yeah, the whole time but in multiple parts yep yeah yeah and then um they do he does a good job of balancing that with a still like mystery to it mm-hmm. and it is really you can guess it right away yeah because I, I, I called it out of what it was yeah. but it is not it is that, but it's not what, what it's not what, it I, thought, what I thought it was <laughs> yeah it's like i i've seen I, that a lot on social media the people are following like i knew what it was in 30 minutes and then uh 30 minutes later uh i knew it, it was what i thought but something else happened yeah, like yeah. that i was like oh yeah yeah so i can see that and then i see a lot of people doing this you probably when you watch this too uh, a lot of people are re-watching the last 30 minutes because it's a thing that you, that you never see in horror. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Because it is a thing you don't see in horror at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can't even name anything that's in horror. Maybe the closest thing that people are naming is Evil Dead is mm-hmm. the closest thing. That's why I would think is Evil Dead is the closest thing to that scenes that happen towards the ending. Kind of. I almost uh, think The Ring, too, a little bit. Ring. No, it meant the other parts. Like, the other other part i'll, I'll tell it okay, in, like okay. in a few minutes but yeah i enjoyed it a lot like mm-hmm. um it really was like me i i just one of these films that i wish i watched in the theater mm-hmm. there's, there's in 40 you can watch it in 40 no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah this one we can watch in 40 yeah, yeah. If, the, if the whole scenery changes 360 around me into a whole new scene i then, think i think if it's if it's like a like what is it that um oh what's it called the Mandalorian screen where okay, it's like yeah, goes yeah, around yeah, you. Yeah, so yeah, then yeah. like that your one. seat kind of what happens is the gets seat gets up. up and moves and you're following the, the, the character. Change. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be cool. That yeah. would be cool. Uh, also, I think James Wan created a, another iconic like horror, like icon mm-hmm. with this film. I can see this character basically uh, in Halloween shops and whatnot. It's mm-hmm. a very basic outfit, but it has... The killer has its, you know, uh, iconic tool. Has a weapon. A weapon, the a face, look. a look. Even the walk, you can say, mm-hmm. it, it, mm-hmm. it can be iconic. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's, it will be kind of cool just to see this. I don't know how they go make part two. It seems like it leads off to another part yeah, two. Yeah, it's and a sequential series. There's two ways. You can just, you know, take it what it is or uh, do something more in the vein of Nightmare on Elm Street. That's what I'm thinking. Like, take it mm-hmm. to that. Nightmare on Elm Street. What do you mean? Uh, more Or it dream. just keeps coming back? No, like, dreamlike sequences or, like, um. uh, more fantastical. Like, you can go... D- d- or maybe action, too. Like, it's mm. it's a w- little more, like, out there. Like, uh, Miss Friday 13 always thought a slasher film with more fantastical elements. Almost like Hellraiser. Yes. Like, those are, like... They're not slasher just chase you around the woods and kill you. Excuse me. I burp. Uh, yeah, type films. Uh, yeah, I like it a lot. Um, I 
it's out, it's out now on HBO Max. So if you have a subscription, go watch it. It's on mm-hmm. theaters. If you feel comfortable going on theaters, go watch it. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I kind of just want to watch the last three minutes now because seeing it and seeing the poster, and then there's a, a a scene in the trailer, and just looking at it, it's like mm, that that's that's foreshadowing at its best, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like that's mm-hmm. a very foreshadowing. Uh, scene it's right like there. he directed and had a vision yeah, of some yeah. kind and went through it. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, go watch it. Uh, oh, Belingo? Oh, is this Spanish? Espanol. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at this. We're, we're looking at the different posters for different countries right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the next probably... F- three, two, one, spoil. Five minutes. Yeah, we're going to do spoilers. Three, two, one. If you guys don't want to know anything about the film. Three, two, one. Uh, bye-bye. No, no, just bye-bye. Come back five minutes from now. Three, three two, two, one. one. Parkour. 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 Um, so what I like is the action scenes, yeah, and that's no, what I'm did. talking about. It's like Evil Dead. Because Evil Dead, he fights off like the the witch or yeah, something yeah. throughout the the movie. And then when and he goes back like. in the past, and yes, the <laughs> difference here though is the villain is the one that's killing everyone, and you're like not cheering for who's the also villain. the victim. The victim the too. It is a duality type mm-hmm. thing that um, is playing off and it is a spoiler like we i i you called it and i said yeah that's the dead it's it's I'm like it's her it's her it's, she's it's, a killer it's, right she's a killer but then when we see the things oh it's going to reveal it's it's uh conjoined twins yeah or something. yeah and it is conjoined twins and i've seen people on twitter say there's a uh tell us from the crypt episode like this is there yeah yeah similar the similar plot where it's uh well there's actually a store uh if you uh, like during the time of the sideshow, there was um, a person who had another, what looks like another face on his head. Uh-huh. I want to say it's in the back of his head too. Okay. Um, I supposedly, mean, Voldemort. No. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, he's not real. Um, but this person is real, I think. Um, all right, it's the internet yeah. spooky thingy. I don't know. But it's like when I would watch those sort of things. Um, that looked like him a smaller version of him it had it supposedly ate and breathed and like would go like that Mm -hmm. um but he said it would whisper to him and tell him to evil things and things like that i think eventually i think he killed himself because of it oh wow wow okay that's if i'm I'm remembering that's a dark turn (laughs) um but yeah for malignant i really like just the a little bit campy even the first five minutes when she goes and yells out what was the thing about uh, mm-hmm. we need to get rid of the tumor or that? Oh, it? cut out uh, the cancer. Yeah, we need to cut out the cancer, and mm-hmm. it, this camera zooms into her face and like that. Yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> doing the chainsaw thing. I was, okay. Yeah, it showed or it all. There's all little pops of like, oh, I like this scene from Halloween, so I'm yep. gonna redo. I like this scene from Evil Dead, I'm gonna redo. Yep, I like yeah. this scene from when I did on the Conjuring, or yeah, like, yeah. but I, that's inspired from this or that or whatever. Oh, for Saw. That's yeah, thing too. Yeah. So the Saw, like song hits not the actual saw song but everyone knows in saw when something like thrilling happens they use that da 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 or reveals come in or like yeah the real the reveal song so this movie has its own reveal song and i thought it was neat like every time they reveal something they use it uh they reveal like two or three things at once or not once throughout the movie like very like so like yeah when he kidnapped the person you hear the reveal scene a reveal song when that kidnapped person falls down from the roof that we didn't think and it's in that's her yeah, roof. roof and it's then she roof. yells I was like oh man this is insane and then they do it again with the mother and sister daughter find out that there's a thing behind her head mm-hmm. uh, that's living there very fun I liked it I uh what was what was the part that I liked the I liked oh I'll, there's a the the police investigator Wanda Sykes yeah. The lady no, 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 not her. The one the, with the glasses. I'm mm-hmm. the geeky police. The one that's uh, Colin Hanks. Yeah, that likes Colin Hanks looking dude. Oh, her, yeah, yeah. And then she skips over the body. Yeah, of... she's like, oh, Wanda. And there's, oh, no, the boyfriend that I like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, potential boyfriend that I like. I thought they were going to kill her off. But I was like, okay, they yeah. won't because she she's the only one that did what I would have done is just fucking hide, hide yeah. don't do anything. I hated how all the people would like, what's that sound? Oh, I'll go down the dark hallway. You know, that's the one thing I loved in Candyman where she opened up the, the door and it was to a dark lit basement. She's it's like, nope. nope. And, just nope. and I was it, yeah. like, good girl, don't ever, don't ever do that. You turn around, you get out 
immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you think the gore level was? It's gory. Yeah. To the point where the the action scenes becomes gory and gore. I don't mind it. It's just like straight yeah. up. Some of it's like, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. You just broke both her arms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is not like... Well, because what they did... The, I think I because the way he killed his victims was in the face, which is like they cut his face off yeah, or her yeah. face. Uh, face off. Yeah. <laughs> um, the arm, I think, breaking that he did a lot, I think, had to do with when they cut his arms off of her body. Uh, you know, I think that's kind of what's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the scene where it's her skull is splitting because uh-huh. they shared a brain. Yep. Because you can do, she's that miracle of a brain surgeon to where she didn't kill her, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? It kept the... And her back, brain. and like nobody saw this horrible scar on her back. She's that good of a skin well, graft she's surgery. she's wearing black. Uh, no, but her parents, her mother never saw uh, her yeah. back and her skull and stuff. And, mm. you, know, you know, those type of things, you know, whatever. Um, we'll, we'll forgive those parts. You so know. In the first act of that film. The first, they- oh my God, I screamed. I was so, I was taken aback with the first, like the first scene. Not, not, I'm sorry, not the first scene, but after, when, after the title card, when it's her uh-huh. grown up. Oh, oh, yeah. The domestic abuse. Oh, oh, yes, yes. There, that the, really took me the, aback. Wait, so when this movie goes, it, very it goes. It's like, it doesn't stop. Like, yes, that's a good it, thing, too. It's like, it we're does, in, we're in the scary in, movie. Yeah. We's like, we're not going to do any background right now. You're this. You're with this character. You're going to be with this character the whole time. It's kind of like a roller coaster. It's like, yep. well, not, not like a roller coaster. It's just like, you don't have that slow buildup. It's like, you're, you're, it's like you start off on the roller coaster at the very top of the roller coaster, and now we're going for the drop. Yep, yeah, yeah. That's and literally you, Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, he builds, builds, and then goes up. No, but there was no building. Oh, okay, I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying we start. Oh, the movie oh, yes, starts, yes, yes, and yes, we yes. start at the very top. We already climbed up. Yep. We're we're already there, and then we're gonna drop down. Yep, yeah, yeah, and then we'll go back up a little bit, then dig down. And yeah, then, we'll settle down a little bit, and then we're gonna fall down yep. again, and then fall and, down. But again. this one part will be loopy, 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 mm-hmm. loopy. With parkour. Uh, break, uh, break parkour. a lot of. <laughs> yeah. Parkour. Uh, but yeah, it's very fun little film. I. I like fun horror films. It was. I like yeah. scary, but I also like fun. There are scary moments here. I got scared where the scene where the dryer scene. I literally got scared oh, yeah, because yeah. it came out of nowhere, and I was like, "What is happening? Like, is she actually there or not? Because it didn't make sense." Mm-hmm. But I was, like, "Oh wait, no, it's, you're, she's seen it in the point of view of Gabriel, basically." Um, but yeah, Gabriel, the new horror icon. Gabriel. Cool gothic name. I thought it was gonna be. It's. Um, when they find out, oh, she was at the hospital too, and like, no, her name is Gabrielle. Oh, you know, <laughs> and she said that her her imaginary friend was Gabriel. You know, mm-hmm. the duality of that sort of thing. That's actually better. <laughs> like, I would like that if mm-hmm. it was like that type of uh, ending or the name Robin. You should use it more. What? <laughs> oh, oh Robin? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Batman. Batman. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Get a cool car though. Hey. Yep. 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 I think that's everything, right? Yeah. Watch it. All all the things we talk about, you should watch. Yeah, Just I think I really enjoyed binge this. Binge this whole weekend. Yeah, this episode. I think it's good. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. Uh, it's not like I'm trying to find information right now no. on my computer. I mean, uh, you don't I, hear clicking or anything. No, no, no. No one's hearing We just saw clicking. or we just watched or talked about, you know, clickbait. Clickety, clickety. Clickety, and we clickety. And we watched and talked about Misha and the Wolves, which is about were- not werewolves, I wish. <laughs> she turned to werewolf, old grandma. <laughs> um, and then Malignant, where Malignant is a cancerous tumor. And she did have one, but it was a parasitic twin that was like... Um, kind of what is that guy from uh, Quato from uh, oh, <laughs> Total yeah. Recall <laughs> kind of like that a little bit okay I, I can't find the document for this so it's okay like um but I'm trying to find the document where it has uh, how come you don't move it to the front no so the way this works oh there it is or the last thing you clicked on yeah right? no I don't know okay either way I don't know so end of the episode we talked about Matrix Resurrections Mm-hmm. Misha and the Wolves, clickbait, clickbait, and malignant. malignant. Go watch those. Have fun. Now. Yeah, go do it now. You watched it with our twelve-year-old. Mm-hmm. He liked it all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you wanna, you know, support us, go to our Patreon at thefreakingawesome.com. That goes straight to our Patreon. For one dollar, you can listen to all our episodes early, and for three dollars, you can listen to all the bonus episodes. And for ten dollars, you can become a um, uh, what you call that? 
a higher tier where you get everything else below but also you can now i've totally forgot <laughs> i'll try to do you this get your name the, you get to be uh, talked about at the end yeah yeah producer. so and then if you get 25 dollars, you become a producer just like sir say chow he is the producer of this episode thank you say chow for producing the episode um can i if i pay 25 dollars, will you get to say my name yes that's true yeah we will say your name every episode if you uh, uh if you pay 20 or not paid do i have oh, yeah. to give you 25 dollars? you have to you have to put your and, name but can i just do it like in cash money or oh no? well, right now 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 you have to actually physically give us 20 uh, i did i can physically Wait, what? That's what I'm saying. I can physically give it to you. Oh, oh no, no, in sorry. Lifetime. I meant uh, in, in the in the Patreon. So it shows that we have Patreons. So yeah, if you have twenty five dollars, you can get early access to up episodes, bonus episodes, monthly AMAs, exclusive voting power, and Patreon shoutouts for every episode. What, what? Uh, for ten dollars, you get a monthly AMAs, early access to episodes, bonus episodes, and exclusive voting power. For three dollars, bonus episodes, early access to episodes exclusive voting power and then for one dollar early access to, uh, early access to episodes and exclusive voting power <laughs> i should have went the other way saying everything else but it's okay dollars a dollar dollars a dollar uh but yeah it helps us the money helps us uh basically do all the production here from our website server and for other stuff that it's a lot of work it is a lot of work for me for editing uh, a lot of editing it is. You, do, like well, you, do, you do do a lot of the heavy lifting and we don't thank you enough and i like to just say here officially on a you public a public for platform. one dollar you can thank me for doing that yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what, you should, that's what you should change is thank, oh, john. thank, thank john thank for john one dollar a month work. if you it's can work. uh yeah. you can check us out both of us on date night plays.com uh right now we have a video for bubble jcat part J-Cat. one of us playing it uh, so enjoy that if you have any questions uh, or comments you can contact us at contacts at the freaking awesome dot com uh, you can check out our twitter or facebook by searching uh, TFA now or the freaking awesome on those social media apps I think we have an instagram app where we also post like uh, promo we episodes we have the instagram app Yeah, or <laughs> we have an instagram account <laughs> uh, so check that out uh, yeah Anything else, Audrey, you have to add? Oh, okay. That's a burp. That's a burp. Okay. Uh, I'm John Avaya. I'm Audrey Avaya. And that was the freaking awesome podcast. Bye.